This is the Youth Worker Collective Podcast. We have your back with everything from games, lessons, and coaching. YouthworkerCollective.com Hello, welcome to the Youth Worker Collective Podcast. I'm Jeremy Steele, and I am here with some absolutely fantastic pastors. And I am so excited to talk to you about all of the th- ways that we have not done well. So maybe you can learn from our mistakes. But before we go there, let's just go around and introduce yourself. Um, I'll start with uh, you, Sharon. Yeah, my name is Sharon Cook, and I work in the Wisconsin Conference with our Camp and Retreat Ministries. Scott. I'm Scott Meyer. I'm the Director of Student Ministries at McFarland United Methodist Church in Norman, Oklahoma. Chris. Hi, I'm Chris Wilterdink, and I'm the Director of Program Development for Young People's Ministries in Nashville, Tennessee. Sam. I'm Sam Halverson. I'm the uh, Associate Director of Connectional Ministries overseeing youth and young adults in North Georgia Conference. You win for the longest title, I think. But let's see, Audra, yeah. Yeah. can you beat that title length? Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm Audra Walsh-Malvez. I am the Director of Adult Ministries and the Interim Director of Youth Ministries at Plymouth Park United Methodist in Irving, Texas. All right. <laughs> Sam wins. Uh, so <laughs> today we're going to... Did I win? <laughs> Today we're going to learn from our you just say I'm that guy? <laughs> uh, when it comes to summer trips. And so uh, we're just going to kind of each go around and share a fail from one of our own lives and, and kind of what we learned from that. Anybody want to go first? All right. When you say, um, when you say a fail, you're talking about like retreat fail or a summer Something that you, you, something that did misfired, went horribly wrong on a trip or retreat that you learned from. All right, I can go first. Okay. I can go first. This is Sharon. And I had a, a, a fail in one of my first years in youth ministry before we even left the church. <laughs> um, this is one of those, uh, I was a new pastor in the community. It was my first time leading the trip from scratch. And I was having such a difficult time getting the kids to actually show up at our meetings and our fundraisers. And it was, uh, we were about two months away from leaving. And I had this one girl who kept showing up at everything, but she wasn't on the list of people who were going. And then about a month before we left, I found that her registration form had been sitting in the mailbox that I didn't know I have. (laughs) And it had been sitting there for nine months. Um, Her parents were not super pleased with me. Because we suddenly had to figure out how to make adjustments for having a whole different ratio of adults and hotel rooms and drivers. And we did in the end make it work. But I think the rest of my years in ministry at that church, I don't think I ever quite restored the relationship with her parents. Oh. No, that's good. <laughs> I have two that come to mind. One's horrific and the other one is funny. Which would you prefer? <laughs> I'm going to say both. <laughs> all right so so the horrific one we were on a mission trip in uh, new mexico on on the last day in order to get to the airport but also to go by a touristy site we we really had to leave early and get there and we had multiple vans maybe three or four and uh i remember distinctly at a at a gas station having a chat with some of the drivers and suggesting to one that we switch her out and she said no i'm fine everything's okay we're good and about a half hour into the next drive, 
she all of a sudden passed me on the left going much faster than I would have expected. And then the van went haywire, uh, fishtailed and flew off the interstate oh into the median, rolled twice, full van of seven kids, minivan. She had fallen asleep at the wheel. And so definitely I, I, I learned from that. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter what the counselor says, if it's after a certain amount of time, you switch out the drivers. Yeah, that's huge. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, the only one that was hurt terribly was the driver, and she we had to leave her at the hospital, and we all flew back without her. Or her husband flew out there to take care of her, but yeah, that was a pretty horrific thing. Yeah. The the funny one, this happened twice, so obviously I, I didn't learn the first time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> again, it was a mission trip, and showed up early at the church. Both times I got there, and somebody was already in the parking lot. So I stepped out of the van or out of my car and got the van, drove it up, started packing the van, got everybody together. We had our prayer. We got in the vans. We took off. And it wasn't until I got to the mission site that I realized that I left all of my gear in my car back at the church, hmm. uh. <laughs> which was always, you know, the first thing I would do is I would take my stuff out of the car and put right. it in the van. And in those two cases, that didn't happen. So I would have to ask a counselor to go to Walmart and buy me underwear. So, <laughs> and in both cases, it was the same same counselor. So, uh, oh no! <laughs> and she often reminds me that she had to do that. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> so, this this actual this past summer was on a mission trip, and we were uh, staying in a staying in a church, and. But the other youth director and I went out to go to Walmart to do the evening Walmart run like we do. And this church, they didn't leave us with keys to get in and out. And so we, we had a, one of our interns let him know that we were going. No, I don't even, anyways, I don't know how this happened. But we came back from Walmart and it was midnight. And the intern that we thought was going to be up, that we were expecting to still be up talking to his girlfriend, had gone to bed and no one was around to let us in. So we're stuck out in the middle of the parking lot at midnight <laughs> and we're, call we're calling all of our volunteers and they're not answering their phones. So we start texting all the kids oh, and none of them answered. <laughs> and I'm, I'm prefacing it with like, you won't be in trouble if you have your phone on you and you come let us in. That's, that's all I need. <laughs> I was like, we won't take your phone away, just come and let us in. <laughs> and so finally, an adult got up to go to the bathroom and heard us pounding on the door 20 minutes later and came down and let us in. But after that, we made sure we had a plan to get back inside when we went to Walmart. <laughs> That's good. Awesome. <clears throat> my story is from a summer mission trip as well, and we had been rotating drivers, and it was my turn to be not driving. So I had fallen asleep and let somebody else take the wheel for our, our caravan. And we were driving from Denver to Rockford, Illinois. And the map that we had, you know, laid out was all interstates because that's where the big truck stops are with giant bathrooms for people to stop mm -hmm. and use. Right. And uh, this driver had decided to find a better way while I was asleep. And, mm -hmm. you know, I woke up to find ourselves on like this two lane road at the same time as we had 60 kids waking up from falling asleep all night and they all really had to stop to go to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. And 
we stopped at the first gas station that we found. It was this tiny little countryside, you know, Midwestern one. Mm-hmm. And all the kids sort of unload and shuffle in, and the bathrooms are out of order. Oh, so no. we have six kids that end up like, well, I'm going anyway. And some of them start going into the bushes behind <laughs> the gas station, which we're also home to 30 million mosquitoes. Oh, so for the rest of the bus ride, I had uh, youth that were just itching all over the place and could not sit still. Some very happy mosquitoes. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, really well-fed mosquitoes, yeah. <laughs> I have, like, a million stories of when I've walked into something on a summer trip and just had a really bad feeling about it and been like, it's fine, I'm just going to trust it. And, like, really <laughs> should never have done that. One of the worst times was we... And I had so many opportunities to like not have this happen. So we were doing, you know, going to, together with a bunch of churches and renting a, a camp. And so everybody, one guy was getting the worship band. Another woman was doing all the games. And this uh, this one guy, he was getting the speaker. And like three weeks before he called me and said, asked me if I had any recommendations for the speaker. And I said, you don't have a speaker yet for it's three weeks? And he said, no, that he had forgotten about it, whatever. Anyway, at that point, I was like, well, we just kind of have to share the duties. And he's like, no, 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 I think, let me just call some people. So he said he found somebody. And we arrive. And as soon as I met the guy, I was like, this this guy's weird. Like, there's something (laughs) off about him. And then, like, when he introduced himself... It's a, it was a room full of Methodists, and he was from a Baptist church, which is, you know, whatever. He was a last-minute, you know, thing. and uh, But he starts making a bunch of jokes about Methodism, like hmm. derogatory, the Baptist-Methodist jokes. And that was kind of weird. And then he just, he said some things that were like in the first talk that were just borderline inappropriate, Right. It goes, we took, we, we had 10 year olds there. Like we had promoted early that year. And I was like, you know, this, I just don't feel good about this guy. But I was like, no, I just got to trust. I got to trust the person who hired him. And, and then the next night, I don't know. I have, I, I, as an adult man learned new things that I had never heard of. Like in as far as like the ways of the world. And I'm just sitting there like, I don't, what, it, I, I've i got to stop him. Like, he can't keep saying these things. I've got, like, volunteers shooting me, like, death stares. Like, it, 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 and it got, it got to the point that I was going to walk up there and physically remove him from the stage. And as soon wow. as I did that, he ended his sermon. And, um, and so, like, we had to have a conversation afterwards, like... I need to hear everything you're going to say for the rest of the week, because uh, if I don't hear it, you're not getting back up there in front of my kids. And it's and and like, like after that was over, I had a small group of like sixth graders. They weren't even sixth graders or really fifth graders. And I was like, so anybody have any questions about the sermon? And one of the kids was like, "Um, what's a prostitute? 
like, <laughs> well, and then another ki- kid was like, yeah, he also said that person was a stripper. Is that like with paint? And I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. When I got back home, the parents. Oh, the parents. Yeah, but like from the very beginning, like I, I, I should have known. I should have said something. I should have asked, but I, it didn't. Like many times over. All right, so I think I think that's a good place for us to kind of land for for this one. Thank you. Here's the deal: everybody <laughs> makes everybody makes mistakes. Like it, this is just part of life. But the goal is don't be like Sam. Learn from your mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I learned eventually. <laughs> the problem is the problem is when I have people that take care of me. I, it, it's not something I. I, I you know, she went out and bought my underwear. I had clothes that were found from from the camp, and I had I got toothpaste. Everything was fine. It worked out. So. <laughs> so anyway as you're getting ready for summer maybe you're in the thick of summer listening to this you know we just want you to know youth ministry can feel kind of isolating especially when you do something like crazy like you know blacking yourself out in the middle of the night or willingly continuing to allow this person to say horrible things from the stage whatever <laughs> you can feel alone and we don't want you to feel like you have to process that by yourself it, that's why we're here, and that's why we do what we do. We've got your back. Uh, we want to be your the first place you look for when you sit down for games and coaching and all of that stuff. That's all at youthworkercollective.com. And more podcasts like this one, youthworkercollective.com slash podcast. <laughs>